Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello all and welcome to A Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. Lauren, what are you haying about? Well, so I have a flag lot. Uh, well, I it's not my flag lot, So, but my house is in the front of a what used to be a giant... Uh, yard and uh, there's a newer house that's in the back and we share the driveway and the person who has been my back neighbor for a while is moving and she has an estate sale and people have been wandering back and forth down the driveway staring and gawking at my house and my messy yard and just now people came by and they were eating my raspberries and I have raspberries that I allow people to eat and ones that I don't. And the ones that people are allowed to eat are the ones that are on the street. And the ones that people don't, aren't, I don't really want them to eat are the ones that are in my driveway. Do these raspberries carry signage? No, but usually don't have people like in my driveway. I mean, you live in Portland. Y'all don't believe in property, right? People don't usually come in my driveway. And if they do, I chase them away. (laughs) But today, I've had something like 300 people in my driveway. <laughs> Anything you know, good at the estate sale? I, I don't know. I know that what's in my neighbor's house, and I don't want any of it. I mean, it's decent stuff. She had had perfectly normal taste, and it was new. But like, there was nothing particularly quirky. But it turns out, estate salespeople don't just sell your stuff. They also bring stuff from other estates and sell them at that sale. So it's sort of like a pop-up storefront for them. So there could be something interesting in there. No ex-husband's ashes? Nope. I don't know if she was ever married. So, you know what we haven't thought about? I remember some years ago when a thing came into vogue, very briefly, I mean, you could still get it, but when you could order a kit... Where you could, like, make a dildo out of yourself if you have a penis? Yeah, it was called clone willy Yeah. And so it's like you'd use this... So the stuff at the dentist. Like when you're getting, like, impressions made of your teeth, except you shove your cock in there. Yeah. And then that hardens, and then you pour in the silicone mold, and then you pull that out, and you got a dick, right? Yeah. Well, the what we have not accounted for is that your grandfather's dick is going to be on sale in an estate <laughs> sale 50 years from now. I mean, you probably somebody threw it away. People don't usually throw like sell or keep sex toys that belong to other people. Not yet. But what if it's your grandfather's dick? Like you'd mount that, right? Mm, phrasing. Pun very much intended. Phrasing. It really depends on the kind of person you are, I suppose. Guess so. Seems like the, like the Mary Shelley type, they'd all be like, you know, all about that. Yikes. 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 Let's move along, Russ. What are you reading today? Something is, something is very unexplored here. Well, I am not talking about dead people's uh, silicone mold dicks. I am talking about having fun. And coincidentally, my poem is entitled have fun it's safe to swim in pimrose park i guarantee there are no sharks your illustration is a two-pager and it's a woman having a swim with a big old octopus 
resting just ever so much under the surface, having a having a gander at her. It's interesting. This poem is so short, and the illustration that goes with it is so large. It's so big. Well, the idea is more fun than the poem is, I think. It's true. There are a number of poems in this book where you need to have the illustration, and that was not the case for Where the Sidewalk Ends. It's probably why there's so much more body horror in this one. <laughs> well, why have I chosen this poem? Because it's summertime. Is it like I Shark see... Week or Shark Month or something? I think that's later. I think okay. Shark Week is like late July, early August. Okay. I think. When is Shark Week? Let's look that up. July 23rd. July 23rd. Coming up. The start of Shark Week. Not Shark Week. That's a different thing. Uh, that's Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> Well, I chose this one because it's summer and I see people swimming in bodies of water. And this is never a good idea. Hmm. I swam in pools when I was a kid and had the immune system of Jesus the Christ himself. I mean, that's what the chlorine is for, right? But now the germs have gotten stronger and now they have become resistant to chlorine. Oh. And there's, all, there's like brand new strands of bacteria that aren't affected by chlorine at all, except oh. in massive doses that will burn your skin as well. What? I had and no idea. So it's like chlorine is no longer, it's still your front line of defense, but it's no longer the catch-all that it used to be when we were kids. <gasps> and so now to like no sterilize idea. swimming pools, you would have to like... When you jump in, you would come up and your hair would be bleached, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. What what and kind so of bacteria I'm... is resistant to chlorine? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, good! <laughs> because I have curated just a number of articles about why you should never go swimming ever. And if you want to, uh, you know, put your bits on display... That's why we have OnlyFans. We're we're going to talk about brain amoebas again, aren't we? Funny you should ask. I, one of my favorite topics, but I'm not bringing up brain amoebas <laughs> at all this week. Amazing, okay. right? Yeah, let's, well, what, what horrors are you presenting us with? My opener here is a Twitter thread from a fellow named Dan Cassetta, who was a chemical officer with the U.S. Army and then became a contractor. And at one point, he had to do a test on some Vegas pool water as part of a criminal investigation. And so he gave out a list of the things that he found in one sample of Vegas pool water, going on to add that water from the Potomac was much safer. Oh, interesting. So let's see. He's not naming names, uh, but this is swimming pool water from a major hotel on the Strip. Let's see, I will, I'll read the thread, and it's uh, at Dan Cassetta. The lab, wisely in accordance with good processes, did not know which sample was which. Turns out the suspicious liquid that kicked off the investigation was something harmless like glycerine. The sample that had one of the finest labs in the country alarmed so much was the control sample from the Las Vegas pool water. It was, to use a technical phrase, a shop of horrors. Alarming levels of Giardia and Cryptosporidium, both highly resistant to chlorine, a huge number of metabolites from human urine, fecal matter, human, mammal, and avian, trace amounts amounts of cocaine, ketamine, and several different opiates, adenoviruses, a weak immunochromatographic hit for tularemia, and Campylobacter. What is tularemia? 
Tularemia, a severe infectious bacterial disease of animals transmissible to humans characterized by ulcers at the site of infection, fever, and loss of weight. <sighs> Symptoms in humans include skin ulcers, swollen and painful lymph nodes, inflamed eyes, sore throat, mouth sores, diarrhea, possible pneumonia. God. So, yeah. Cryptosporidium. Uh, That's really interesting. Long story short, from Dan again, chlorination kills some things, but not all things. Yikes. So, I also live in a place that is a popular swimming hole. It's Vancouver. It is waterfront. Uh, there's lots of beaches and lots of places where people like to go in the eternal stew that is the ocean for whatever godforsaken reason, never minding the fact that we have cruise ships and shipping vessels parked off our shores for... Oh. Also, the waterways around here are just cold. They never get warm. Well, that doesn't seem to deter our folks because they go swimming in these bays. And then every year we get to deal with the same output from the local health authorities about which beaches are safe for which reasons. So let's see. Here's the rundown from the past week. We now have an interactive map uh, where you can see which beaches are closed currently Due to unsuitable levels of E. coli. Yeah. Let's see. Currently, that is Sandy Beach on Bowen Island and Kitts Point in Vancouver. But good news, this is updated on the reg, and you can find out, you know, if uh, you're going to catch shit water from... I don't even know what to say about this. If, you, if you're going swimming anywhere around here, you deserve syphilis of the eyes. I went swimming uh, in a river... Uh... Two days ago. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm not. I had, It was a nice time. Also, when I was there, I saw a fledgling woodpecker, and it was learning how to peck how to peck wood, and it wasn't very good at it yet. Well, I guess they would have to learn that, wouldn't they? That's I, just inborn knowledge, eh? I never thought of it, but yeah. What do they look like when they're learning? <sighs> not all that different from the adult, but they screech a whole lot because they're frustrated. Mom's not giving them the bugs anymore. They got to go fishing for themselves. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, there's so many fish washed up on the beach. They're all dead. What happened? I have no fucking idea. Could it be the toxic levels of E. coli? Anyway. Well, so then I uh, I got to thinking about my old homestead, Texas, and, you know, how they're doing with their beaches. And Texas does not have beaches. They have, like, places where water happens to meet land. They're none of them pretty. I've been on be I've been to beaches in Texas. I've been to one beach in Texas. Yeah, well, they exist. That doesn't mean you should go to them. You have an entire Gulf. There are some at least some beaches there. Yeah, but the Gulf is a toilet. Also, people there drive on the beach. You don't really want to like hang out on the beach because that's apparently where people drive for fun. Well, good news. A recent survey and recent meaning. Oh, this is yesterday. Wow, that's a pretty recent news article. Um, has determined that 90% of tested Texas beaches have unsafe levels of fecal matter. Gross. I shouldn't be surprised. That's pretty good. Oh, and then we get a comprehensive list of rankings of just how shitty the beaches are. Ha <laughs> ha, wow. shitty beaches. Oh, good news. Ropes Park is no longer the shittiest. It now slid to number two. <laughs> Man, I'm on a roll with the puns this week. <laughs> Oof. 
Apparently, though, South Padre Island is still pretty okay if you don't if you don't have like a uh, coprophilia or whatever. I used to. So, growing up, there was a lake, a man-made lake outside my house, and I a lot of raw sewage went in that. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I do know for sure, and I still swam in it. Yeah, and I did too. Because when you're a kid, you don't think about those no, things. No, no. But uh, yeah, there was so much E. coli in that water. But not all E. coli is going to get you sick, but. The stuff that comes out of people's butts often is. And the stuff that does get you sick can kill you a lot. That's or true. it can give you very different diseases that aren't necessarily E. coli. It's true, it can. Hey, like that Guillain Barre syndrome. Ah, shit. My immune system's fucked forever. Man, speaking of Texas, this has. <laughs> this has absolutely nothing to do with the poem at hand, but I just brought up Texas. And yeah, it's a there's feel, a lot there. I feel I would be failing in my duties if I didn't at least pay passing reference to everyone's favorite husband, Rudy Farius the Fourth. What? Who? So this was a wild story, and I started following this, and just because it's like this isn't unsolved mysteries, this is something that everyone should shut right up about and wait to see how this thing plays out. So, Rudy Farias was a kid that was reported missing in 2015. Oh, yeah. Last week. I was actually thinking about this on my bike ride. Oh, about, like, how his mom really likes to fuck him? What? Ah, you you weren't up on the recent developments, eh? Oh, no. <laughs> so, they, big quotey fingers, found this kid after eight years of him being reported missing, and he was X amount of distance from his house, and he wouldn't talk to investigators, and, you know, it's like, none of this adds up. Absolutely none of this is adding up. Come to find out, he hasn't been missing at all this entire time. What had happened was his dad had killed himself and mom decided that she needed a new husband. And so he's been living with mommy this whole time. She never bothered to report him not missing because that might, you know, raise red flags about why he wasn't leaving the house and was very much under her quotey fingers care and being very, very abused. When investigators would come around, they would lie about the identity of who he actually was. He would be like a cousin or an uncle or never himself, right? Holy shit. So so the, the developments are that Rudy Farias has been at home the entire time, and Mommy's been using him as a replacement dildo, which she could have gotten from, what was that Cl- store? Clona Willie. Clona Willie, if only her husband had been so forethinking before he'd blown his own brains out. Jesus. Holy crap. Let's go back to talking about theoretical krakens that are in lakes or whatever. <laughs> I definitely, growing up, I had a friend who was always afraid of sharks, no matter what body of water she was in. It was the lake. Still kind of afraid of sharks. I like that video of the guy who uh, has the, the shark bites off his pinky. Hmm? And then he's really blasé about it. That guy's awesome. What? He He's on a fishing trip. And he's fucking around with a shark. Like, he catches... It's it's a relatively small shark. Like, maybe a small nurse shark or, you know, one of those... Because most sharks aren't big, right? You right. say shark yeah. and you think of, like, fucking jaws. But most of them are just... They're biting fish. No, it's fish. true. Well, this one is not particularly big. And he's fucking with it. And it grabs hold of his pinky and fucking spins and drops back in the water. And his pinky goes with it. 
Like this shark just shears off his pinky and is away again. I'm not sure and I want to see this video. His response is stoic in the heights because he's like, God damn it, it took my fucking pinky. And that's all that's what he says about the matter. It's so good. Here, let me find it. I don't think I want to watch that. You don't have to. But I'm gonna edit it in, and if you want to, you can That would be the weirdest thing to just suddenly be missing a finger. Oh fuck, I lost my goddamn pinky. That's what he says. Okay. Anyway, so so this is this is it's a little bit TikToked up and you don't have to watch it if you don't want to, but This video is titled Man vs. Shark, You Won't Believe Who Wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, really, instead of uh, sharks that don't exist in the man-made dammed up lake that was behind my house what we really should have worried about was like losing toes to snapping turtles <laughs> a much more realistic yeah idea. much more realistic it's like when steve Irwin got murked by a ray and not a fucking crocodile <laughs> one of our family friends was canoeing i don't know if it was in the the lake it might have been in the lake but uh you saw this duck that was like desperately trying to stay above the water and he thought it had gotten caught in like a net or something like that. So he went and started trying to like free this duck from whatever it gotten trapped by. And it turned out to be a giant fucking snapping turtle. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't shear the duck's leg off. It didn't, I guess. Maybe it just caught like Damn. the webbing or something like that. And it, he said he and the snapping turtle both looked at each other in surprise. And the snapping turtle opened its mouth and let the bird go. And, <laughs> and he dropped it back in the water. I remember the first time I saw a sea turtle, and this was in Hawaii, and it was a live sea turtle. Like, not one of those things that it's like, ah, oh, surely animals aren't that large. That you yeah, see there's a lot of them in, there are a lot of them in Hawaii. Reasons. You go snorkeling yeah, and there are sea turtles. This fucking bloomed out of the sand right underneath me, and it was the size of a Buick. <laughs> They're this big. Thing, I I made a sound. I made like a primal sound, one of those ones that you aren't expecting to make. Because here I am, like splash around the water, and all of a sudden it's alive, and it's three times the size of me. And I went, you know, like one of those noises that you don't mean to make. <laughs> I made one of those when uh, I was snorkeling in the Galapagos, and uh, I was snorkeling with my partner at the time, and he's like look at this we were like up again we we're up near some rocks and he was like look at this weird fish in the rocks and it <laughs> looks like just kind of like a rock and i would like looked at it and it was like a deadly stonefish and i shrieked yes i shrieked and like was like flailed and ran away and like swam away even though like they can't really hurt you it's not like they're gonna come after you you just don't want to touch them but i was I not mean, th- they can hurt you a lot yes they can hurt hurt, hurt you a lot <laughs> It's it's one of the most painful sensations a human being can experience without suffering death. Well, they can also kill you. Yeah, here, here, go step on this. Surely nothing will happen. <laughs> oh, God, now I know what a bolus dump of pain receptors feels like. <laughs> but oh, I, was, I was not proud of, best. I was not proud of the shrieks that I made. And that's why I stay out of the water 100% of the time. There's nothing for me there. I don't have gills. 
I was Air, snorkeling. You're on fucking thin ice. I was snorkeling in Kenya when my sister, she decided not to go snorkeling, but she was swimming with me at one point, and I stuck my head underwater, and I was like, oh my god, there's a lionfish, which, you know, would hurt a lot if yeah. you got it. And she was like, oh, that's cool. And so we kept swimming around, and I was like, oh, there's this weird, like, I don't know, eel or something underneath? And she's like, did it have a paddle tail? And I was like, I think so. And she's like, let's just go and i was like what and she was like i'll tell you later and so we went uh i was describing it to her i was like yeah it was kind of snake-like and it like had like these spots and she's like yeah that's probably a sea crate they're usually not very aggressive but they're extremely deadly i was like oh okay see all those little things in the ocean the things that exist in the environment with much bigger things with much sharper teeth that's what evolution does, children. I am small and fragile, and I contain enough poison to murder the planet. <laughs> ah, fuck the ocean. I like being in it. Well, well you, when that, it's not too cold. Fine. When it's not too we cold and our, when I can see fish. We know our roles. I know, I you're an indoor cat. The boat and I, <laughs> I'll go on the boat. I'll drive the boat. That's fine with me. Uh, you can go snorkeling. I'll just be, I'll have my little captain's hat on. There's Mai Tais on the boat. There's very few Mai Tais in the ocean. I'm sure a lot of the Mai Tais have ended up in the ocean. Oh, unintentionally. Well, do you have any uplifting thoughts? We weren't very depressing today. I guess not. I mean, other Mm-mm. than, you know, that one little bit where I had to talk about the husbands. But, oh, you know. yeah, that was dark. Um... <laughs> My blueberries are ripe. Yeah, well, here come the estate sale people to steal them. They're on the other side of the house. They can't get them. Unless they, like, barge through my yard, which, who knows? Yeah, then maybe they would. <laughs>